Today is Monday, April 13th, and this is episode 21 of the 2v1 podcast. All right, so who's starting this week? Um, who's got exciting things to talk about? <laughs> I, I'll be the first to admit really I don't me. have a whole lot of exciting news. Only I, I didn't play. I did play some Metal Gear last night, which is good. But the my main focus is that I beat Order of Ecclesia last night. That's good. How you and think you liked it? It was awesome. <laughs> uh, overall, you know, there were a few things that I, I I spoke about the meat of it last week, so there's not a whole lot of detail that I have to go into. But overall, I I, I don't think I'm going to put out a spoiler alert here because this doesn't spoil anything. Literally every single Castlevania game does this, except for Circle of the Moon, where halfway through the game, you quote unquote beat it, and then you didn't actually beat it, and you can you have like half the game left. But, mm-hmm. you know, it still makes me laugh that somebody who's not familiar with the franchise might be like, shit, that's it, and then you know, they just think it's over. And it, it was real funny because th- that pseudo ending is terrible. Yeah. But anyhow, basically what I found out, Nick, I, and I think I remember telling you about this. There's like a, a central hub village. Right. Did I mentioned that. Yeah. So you have to go around rescuing all these villagers and everything. And I only, I didn't look at a god or anything. I only missed one villager. But in order to get the good ending, you end up fighting somebody and all of the villagers have to be saved. So mm. I got the bad ending. I was like, what the hell? Looked up what to do. Found the villager. And then I I beat that boss. And that's when the game opens up again. And like I said, I mean, I don't want to say it's half and half. But you have probably a good third after that at this point. Yeah, and that would be and, like easily confused. Yes, and end. here's the coolest thing. Uh, the You know, you have that world map and all these different locales. And then... After you do this boss battle, guess what opens up on the world map? Another map. Dracula's castle. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. I just, it was so cool. I, I loved it. So, and I think simultaneously that opened up and next to it is a, it's called like a training room or arena. And then also something called large cave. That's another location. <laughs> What a Unfortunately, basic name. I'd love to come back to them just at another date, just for fun. Maybe whenever I'm fooling around, but they, I would, it would require some grinding because there were some uh, fairly strong enemies in there. I didn't feel like dealing with it, so I did. But I, obviously, I went through Dracula's castle and beat the game properly. And just as my, it, it kind of stinks because Dracula's castle has a lot, has one glyph in particular. Those are the weapons slash spells that you use in the game to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much my favorite one of the game is in there, so it kind of stinks that you get it so late. But in a that, lot of Castlevanias, they have a skeleton. Yeah, go ahead. That seems to happen in a lot of games in general. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it, it's not really anything to complain about. But there was because otherwise it wouldn't be fun, you know, if you yeah. had this amazing thing and used it the entire from the very game. beginning. Whereas yep. I got to use a ton of glyphs, and I I really liked that. So anyway. There's often a skeleton enemy in a lot of Castlevanias where they just shoot this en- this projectile energy beam out of their chest, and that's exactly what the glyph was. And I just equipped it in both hands and just spammed it on everything. It was incredible. <laughs> but anyhow, so I got I got through. I'm trying to think, if there's anything else specifically about the the castle. Um, my favorite part was at the end when you fight Dracula. It's really cool because most Castlevanias 
you fight him in a humanoid form, mm-hmm. and then he transforms into some ridiculous, really unrealistic, you know, Demon, gigantic, grandiose. Yeah, and and unfortunately, a lot of times it's super easy because you can just spam some sort of crucifix move or something like that. So this one was actually really challenging. He's in humanoid form the whole, the whole time. Yes, you can learn his moves, but he really has a lot. And he also has one completely cheap one where he opens up his cape and this like sine wave of bats <laughs> flies out. Yeah. And there's a perfect little sweet spot that you have to dash under and crouch and sit while it goes away or you die immediately. Uh. It's it's actually real frustrating, but I hate to admit I did sort of exploit the game a little bit because there's a ring that I got in Dracula's Castle called the Death Ring, and it just, your attributes skyrocket because of it, but if you get hit by anything, you die. But there's a glyph union that you can use that's like a full screen attack, and you equip the ring, do the attack, take the ring off. You know, you just have it equipped for one second uh-huh. when you know you're not going to get hit. It did so much damage to Dracula, but it was cool because... Even using it as powerful as it was, I got to spam it, I don't know, three, four times. And I still did have to do some regular fighting just because he has so much health. But the game was awesome. I'm really looking forward to you playing it, Nick. There's there's a huge, obviously, a gap just in quality from the GBA to the DS for me, uh, of course. Oh, yeah. That was a, a huge, you know, a huge thing for me. So really enjoyable experience. It's another Castlevania. Really good game. I totally cheesed. Dracula and Circle of the Moon um, mm-hmm. with those summons. Yep. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's that's my point. And it's it's not quite as easy as that. Plus, I just, I thought, not only because of the graphics, but the like everything he ta- talked and the laughing and stuff, he was he seemed extra intimidating <laughs> in this install. And I thought that was cool because he's just such an awesome thing. Dracula's awesome. Dracula is awesome. And they, and it was so cool. One of the, one of the, I mean, they probably talk about it in every Castlevania, but the the one guy like the one of the antagonists in the game is talking about why you know he he basically makes fun of the game for a second because he calls out the fact you know Dracula comes back every time and we kill him and then he comes back you know and you think that's so like this is kind of silly why does this happen and he just attributes <laughs> attributes it to he will always exist as long as man has evil in his heart and that's why he will never go away and i love that yeah like that's how he lives, even when he's not living. And I just thought that was a really cool concept. Good, good way to perpetuate the series too. Exactly, <laughs> it gives you complete creative freedom, but you always have that to fall up, fall back yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> we had this line of dialogue in that one entry in the series, so we yeah, now we going. now we can make a hundred more. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what, Castlevania, sign me up. That's fine. That's a franchise that's allowed to make a hundred more. It is, yeah, it is fine with me also. Simon. So that's Order of Ecclesia. Hello. <laughs> I want to hear about Dark Souls and why you're playing it. I don't know. And let's just clarify, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin, right. Josh just started. Yep. Yeah, I've gotten, I, I have three hours in already, and I just started it last night. Good sign. Uh, you said I wasn't going to make it to the first boss. And I'm far past him, so that is something. That is something. Well, I would I would like to think that we've done some instigating for your benefit, Josh, because the more we challenge you, the more your you human nature is going to be like, I can prove them wrong. Yeah. I, I say that, but <laughs> that doesn't really... I, 
if I didn't want to play it, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, it didn't work in the first Dark Souls. No, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I will I will believe it when you put it that way, because yeah. I know you're you're the grandfather of that idea. But no, I, I don't know why I'm enjoying it. It's I know I'm not that far into it yet, but I've had zero issues. Yeah, and I thought like, it was really crazy. I didn't crazy die as a boss you, at all. I, well, the, the bosses are honestly not that hard in the game. Um I'm surprised you didn't die really at all, though. Mm-mm. Like, that's that's pretty wild. No, I haven't had to use uh, one of those things to get out of hollow form, whatever they're called. Yeah, human effigy. Yeah, I haven't had to use one yet. Because your health bar hasn't got down too far? Yeah. Let me ask you something. Did you... Okay. What what uh, what item did you pick at the very beginning? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, this... Uh petrified object oh okay i i was gonna say if you pick the life ring that would explain why your health never got down very far but he he t- he took a lithopedian as his item. that's kind of what it is it's a petrified something is what oh it's my called. god mm-hmm. <laughs> i just got to this outdoor castle area that's it's, uh, fire isn't its name i forget mm. oh heidi's tower of flame yes that one um and there's all those giant knights yeah uh, that, uh, I took out a couple of them, and then I got to this this one tower where I saw there were like four inside, uh-huh. and then I turned around. Yeah, you know what's funny? I actually still have not finished that area because they made it way more difficult than the first time around. And I I wish I could aim magic. Oh, like like a bow, like a bow, yeah. Hmm. I'm actually that would make things almost too. It easy. would make it really easy because magic <clears throat> is overpowered usually. Yeah, because the idea of you of doing that in a Souls game with the bow is yes, you can. The do bow that, makes it an, easy too. Yeah, it, yeah, but unless you you know go crazy on making a bow character and dexterity and everything, it's not too cheap in the sense that the trade off is it takes forever to do stuff. Whereas with magic, you can pretty easily make a powerful magic character and you know cheesing in demon souls as i've talked about as a magic character if i could have free shot like in first person that game would have been horrible yeah yeah i think it would be it would like break it even though too far yeah like even though you kind of want to do that if if it's helping you but right that would just go too far that would suck too much of the fun out like what what spell are you using what did you pick the starting class? I think there was only one that starts out with a spell. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I wanted to ask. You're you're a magic build then, Josh? Yes. I'm, okay, cool. I think I'm up to level 26-ish already. The levels don't mean anything. I'm like level 90 or whatever, and I'm not even halfway through the game. <laughs> How many souls does it take for you to level up now when you're that far up? Mine, Mine's at like 10,000 per level now. Hmm. I've been using Soul Arrow, but I just got Great Soul Arrow. Great Soul Arrow. So I've been using that. Yeah. Those are the only ones I have. You don't um, find a lot of magic very early in this. I, I, yeah. I anticipated that. I want to get into... I was reading about it. I want to get into what is it, the pyromancy yeah. thing. I can, I can tell you exactly what you need to do kind of early on if you want to do that and save yourself some time. Fire is always a destructive force. In Dark Souls, always a good thing to have if you can. Yeah, and and this so one... So many things are weak to it. This one has now four types of spells. There's there's fire, there's 
standard magic, there's the faith stuff and miracles. And now yeah, miracles. And then now there's hexes, mm-hmm. which I've never I've never played around with magic at all in most of these games. So I don't even know. Neither have I, Hex. Nick. It's so crazy. There, it's it's like an entire world we haven't yeah. touched. Hex requires intelligence and faith, as opposed to the other ones just requiring right. one or the other. Yeah. So I'm getting there. I'm learning. Yeah. Good, man. Hope you stick with it. But I already feel like you're enjoying it, and you have enough time invested. If you're, Basically, yeah. with, with, each pa- <clears throat> with, with each passing hour, it's going to become less and less likely that you're going to give up at any point. Because you'll just keep getting more powerful and mm-hmm. more confident. But um, I have so many items that I have no idea what to do with. Though. Like all the online stuff and the summoning. doesn't matter. Still... Like Nick said, you won't use 90% of it. <laughs> yeah, like I still have a ton of items. Like, it, And it, it's something I've never totally understood, especially about two specifically, is that you get a lot of one-off healing items, yeah. which is... I have a ton. which is I have a rock that heals me. Like you get the life gems, which those are kind of like the grass from Demon Souls. Like you get varying levels of them. Oh, I love you the have Souls. you have the Estus Flask, but it does not mm-hmm. work like the first Dark Souls. You don't start out with five. You start out with one, <laughs> and you occasionally upgrade it to have more uses. I just got my third one. Yeah, so. But then on top of that, you have all these other items that sound like like in their description, they're like really good and you don't want to use them. But then you don't get a lot of them and you can't buy them from vendors. So like you might as well use them. But Mm -hmm. when do you feel like you should use them? It's it's like I question myself a lot with that stuff and I just end up never using it. So, yeah, I have all. If those, you need I it, have, you could probably use it, and it won't impact your game at all. Yeah, I assigned them all to the the quick slot for item usage, but I, I never need use to. them. Yeah. And what about throwables? Do you ever use any of those, like uh, throwing knives or bombs? Throwing or knives. Throwing knives are legit. They actually help me a lot in this character build. Um, because when I started this game, I told you guys I was getting my ass kicked, and uh. It's because I'm doing a dual-wielding character that's all dexterity. And when you pick the dexterity starting class, you have the tiniest health bar and a really tiny stamina bar. So I was just dying over and over and over. And <laughs> and I started the game, that first area, at like 50% health. Because I, having played it before, I knew I wasn't going to use any of my effigies yet because it was too early in the game. So I made it like way difficult on myself. There was one point that I, I don't want to say it frustrated me, but it upset me a little bit. It was in the first tower area and I went into this cave and there was this giant armadillo looking yeah. at me in front of yep. me and I went up to backstab him. Yeah, you can't. But he fell backwards on yep. me and killed me. Yeah. Yep. So Yeah, that that, that uh upsetting. that was the whole it's funny that you experienced that because I experienced that. That was the whole point. They put that enemy there was so mm-hmm. that would happen. <laughs> and I've been noticing I... that a lot in this remixed version is they really anticipated what people would do in certain mm-hmm. instances. And I thought that was really great. Like that, that's a good example of one. I experienced yep. one 
uh, last night or the other night where I don't want to spoil it because I want you guys to experience it, but it's something that I've been used to in every single Souls game that was not a threat, and it became a threat at one point. And I was just like, I was blown away. <laughs> like, it caught me so off guard. And I loved it. And it was so cool that they're still coming up with ways to play with your expectations, I guess. The only other one that kind of got me, and it, it taught me to stop doing this, is I, I opened the door, I saw a chest, I immediately ran to open the and chest. And it was a trap. Caught in the chest animation, and I got attacked from behind. Yeah, oh yeah, that that too. There's traps in chests also. I had I found one but there was a uh, what a, a sign on the ground that told me about Don't it. Always I read them. I read a I read those a lot. I have a lot of fun even just writing them and putting Oh, them I out. love it. I don't know why. Yeah. That's one of the that's one of the defining traits of the series. And they can lead you astray. So, oh, for sure. They can tell you, you know, there might be Something that you can't see ahead of you, like a place where you drop off and fall. They'll just be like, move forward. Yeah, or jump, jump here. Yeah, ju- or yeah jump here. <laughs> yeah, like it. And, and Josh, there are going to be people that are going to put signs down in front of chests that will purposely try to tell you not to open them, even though you're totally oh. fine in opening them. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I'm sure I would anyways. I've seen a lot of those jump ones that were just silly. Like jump those, those are or... usually obvious, yeah. But yeah. yeah. I almost made a big mistake though, and I would have I would not have realized it if I didn't read the wiki. I joined that first cup yeah, was in it, Mahula. Was it the one that or makes the it... game hard? Yes. Yep. And I if I didn't check after joining it, I would have had no I idea. I told you. For the rest That's of the game. I told you. I, I didn't even know that Covenant existed when I first played because I didn't join mm-hmm. it. I was suspect of it immediately. But then on this time through, I was like, well, I'll join it. I just want to see all these ones that I haven't been a part of yet. And then I looked it up and it was like, this game makes you do 30% less damage to enemies. You do You get more damage from enemies and you do less and all this stuff. And I was just like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like hard mode, was- hard mode. Immediately, I was reading the comments about that covenant, and uh, I forget what site it was, but one of the reviewers did that without knowing and played the entire game with that covenant, and then reviewed it based on wow, yeah, unknowingly. Did he hate it? Or no, no, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, like anything else, once you get used to how much damage you are doing and taking. You could adjust. Yep. I tried adjust. to. I tried that. That was part of the reason I was having such a hard time at the beginning was because I was doing no damage to anybody, and starting with shitty weapons and whatever. So I had to abandon it because I was just wasting time, not really making it fun. I'm looking forward to seeing more areas too because when I, I was over at your place, Nick. Mm-hmm. I saw you had way more areas unlocked than me, obviously. Yeah. And you said that wasn't even near all the places yet. Yeah, no, this game is long, and there's a lot of places to go. <laughs> so, like, that, the screen that shows what bonfires you can travel to has, like, a scroll mm-hmm. bar at, at a certain point, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And 
I want to ask again because I want to make sure, and I think it's silly, but you can't sell equipment other than that one no. vendor. Yeah, that's never been a that's thing. That's never been Sorry. a thing, yeah. So it just rots. It just sits there and rots. Unfortunately, the answer to that is yes. Yes. And it does rot. I don't know. So even when you get to that vendor, it's not worth just selling everything. I one. did because I knew exactly where he was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. But the, he doesn't give you that many souls for anything anyway. Uh, and I didn't feel like... I think at the point that you get to him, you really... Like, you'll have a lot of stuff, but you're not going to have that much stuff. I don't know. It's up to you. If you want to look him up or I'll tell you where he'll be. But it... it I'm not. It's not... It doesn't it. give you as many souls as you think it will that it makes a difference. Because I planned this time. I knew he existed. And I was like, okay, this time I'm going to make sure I take a bunch of stuff with me and I'll unload it and hopefully it'll help because it's at an earlier enough point in the game and it didn't really give me that many. So, And I'm assuming this early in the game for me, it's not worth upgrading my equipment into black. Depends because you don't get... It depends. It depends on a lot of things. It depends on what class you're trying to play or build you're trying to play. If... Mm-hmm. If you're sticking with magic, I don't know if you're even using a shield and stuff, too. I use a staff in one hand and a dagger in the okay. other. Okay, so... But I eventually want you. Are you wearing, like, armor, though? Or are you wearing, like, robe-type stuff? I have my one robe for, like, my body, but then a helm and leg and arm armor, I guess. Yeah, I like, I it, it's so hard to say, because I don't... I've never put a lot of time into upgrading armor in these games because I always felt like I was going to get something better at some point. Mm-hmm. But you kind of don't in two. You you don't get enough upgrade in stats often enough to where you should be waiting. You could probably just start upgrading things. <laughs> but then you have finite upgrading materials. So mm-hmm. you have to think about that too. It's just, it's, you just have to kind of plan. Yeah. Here's one thing you don't want to do. Don't save stuff the entire game yeah. and then never use yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's I guess, I in a circular way, I was trying to say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the, in summary, there you go. Yeah, like, don't, if you, if you feel like you need to upgrade something or you want to, just do it. Like, yep. just do it. I agree. You'll get I feel to like- a point where you just have a ton of stuff and you're like, oh, I should have upgraded things a while ago. Now that I've been playing more, I don't really, and I don't know if it's ever been considered one, but I don't think of Souls as a loot-based game at all. Well, it it isn't because it's all specifically placed and whatnot. The, mm-hmm. the only loot aspect of it is certain enemies have a chance to drop rarer items. And mm-hmm. if you want to pursue that, there's ways to make it happen. But other than that, yeah, no, it's it's kind of more finding a weapon style or whatever that you like and then sticking with that style. I'm so used to playing the typical standard color based yeah, no. loot system yep. anymore. It's that not like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Souls games are they're they're too far above that concept. I yeah, I <laughs> 
I like that concept. I do too. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a cookie cutter thing nowadays. Yeah, I do. It's so yeah, it's easily the, done it's in the a lot easy of games. Way out. Yeah. yeah. Where in Souls they make every item specific in in its attack animations, uh, stats, stuff like that. Like they, it's not just some throwaway item that has this stat better than this one for whatever reason because it's a different color. <laughs> Yeah, and even though it might be crap to you, it might be fantastic for another player. Yeah, yeah it's it's like how Destiny handles guns. It's kind of the same idea. Do they have the colored variety stuff though? No. Yes. Oh okay. well, they do. Well, well Simon, they do. Yes, <laughs> I got a yes and a no. They do, but I'm saying like even though they're rarer than other things, it's a specifically crafted gun that does this specific thing it doesn't have random too many random elements to it i guess Mm -hmm. the legendary the legendary weapons are all all random but like one one aspect of it is random no the the legend the legendary weapons are all rolled at different stats what no, you, know that? you get a you get a random ability roll. Yeah, the legendary weapons are all random. The ability, not the, and stats. the stats. The the base power might be the same, but uh, some of them might have different weapon or uh, ammo usage, like a uh, arc or. That's not or that. That's an ability. That that's what I mean. That's an ability. Okay. okay. Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> Nick sounded so. He sounded so. I was ready. I was ready to just argue (laughs) till I was dead. (laughs) What's Destiny? I played it yesterday. Hey, remember when I said I'd probably never get around to playing it? Mm -hmm. Did you play it? No. Oh yeah, I I was gonna say, is that where that's going? (laughs) Nope. It's just it's going right there. (laughs) I still probably never. Just wait to see what the sequel's like. Yeah, the thing is, when a sequel comes out. You know me, just for completionist's sake, I might want to check out the first one. And There's no be- reason to do that with Destiny. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure you're right, but there is a single player campaign, right? Uh, not, not really. really. <laughs> how, how does that that's work? Why how I'm is saying there not a yes or no answer? That's why I'm saying it's not. It's, it's not an worth MMO. it. It's yeah, not, it. It's not a. Focal should I point basically for the game? treat it like a COD installment? Yes. Then? Sure. Well, Okay, I'm going to well, follow that Alex, logic here's and the do thing. that. But here's the thing. I don't understand why you'd want to play any of the other ones if you have no interest in playing the first one, because they're going to be no. the same game. Well, you might save me a lot of time. No, they might actually make changes in a sequel. We don't know that. But the changes they're going to make in the sequel, I feel like, are going to be in the current Destiny at some point. I don't. Update. I do it's not, not going to change something so drastically. So. In any case, you guys be the guinea pigs. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I played it for a little bit last night, and I still love the multiplayer. That's all I played. Crucible. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nick, they're making changes to it in the next update. Well, um, special ammo is not going to drop as much, and I hate heavy ammo is not going to have a pickup radius as large mm-hmm. as it does. Josh, you're so. the update man. You always know what updates are coming out on every game. Yeah, I never pay attention yeah. to any of that stuff, especially because do I. I don't even play Destiny like at all anymore. It's it's my primary use of social media. <laughs> huh. Fair enough. Good call. So, 
I'm excited for the the um, DLC though. Whenever the hell oh, that comes. Oh yeah, so it's real. Oh wait, we're so- we're talking about Destiny. It's got to be soon. Yeah, I was gonna. S- Where I was thinking Dark of? Souls because I'm still thinking about Dark Souls always. But <laughs> it's always a good time no to think about DLC Dark Souls. coming. You have Dark it. Souls. It's in the Scholar of the First Sin. Yeah. How's that access? It is. Will I even nope, know I'm doing because it? Because you have no, to do okay. really specific <laughs> things to do it. <laughs> it's like. So, so is there a chance I'll make it all the way through without having? Yes, done very, DLC? very likely. Unless you look That's it up. Hilarious. <laughs> Nick, did you ever play it in the first arc? No, and I'm okay. waiting uh, because it was supposed to be good too. I'm waiting uh, for that to go on sale on Steam again someday, and I will play okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, and I'll start a, another character in Dark Souls. <laughs> I will. It would almost <laughs> give me a a good excuse to go back and just fart around in it for a little bit longer so that'd be cool if it happened on box probably not but it know. probably won't but mm-hmm. it, and it, it only had that one it only had one dlc i think maybe oh, okay. two i think it was one though i don't know dark souls 2 has three and apparently they are really really good um and i'm i'm i think i could actually access one now so so all three of them that are in scholar of yeah. the first sin I could I could miss all of them yes. without knowing. Isn't that insane? They don't have they don't have a menu option like play this DLC. It's within it's yeah. it's within the world and you have to access it that way, which I think That's is really awesome. cool. Yeah, I do too. Good. Although you t- uh, talking about the menu, just I had a nostalgic moment there. I was thinking about whenever you boot up Oblivion after downloading something and you just get a new yeah. quest, uh, quest yep. pop up. <laughs> Love yeah, that. Dark Souls does not do that. <laughs> yeah, so I got I got two more weeks of Dark Souls, and then a uh, State of Decay comes out. Which two I'll, more weeks? You think you'll fi- you won't up. finish Dark Souls in two weeks? Oh, I don't know. This is Josh Simon we're talking about. You don't think I will? Is it it's really that fifty long? some hours? I just I know how Josh plays games. That's the only. That's why I'm I'm in. Hi- I'm in his corner on this one. I mean, if you want to beat it, I think you can. Well, yeah. It comes out the 28th, so that's it's like it's about two weeks, I think, right? Yeah, I know today. A little over. You know, you could play two games at once. <sighs> Who does that? Me. I'm playing doing like it. four at once <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I'm doing it too. I get and I'm then getting worse and, and worse. then two weeks, two weeks after State of Decay, The Witcher comes out. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing about that yet. <laughs> Do you plan to get it released? There? I don't know because I think I'm gonna. I think I am gonna go the PC route and just play it on lower settings. So I'm gonna wait to see how. Really? Yeah. I. I I don't technically meet the recommended requirements for Dark Souls Two now, and it runs mm-hmm. perfectly, and I have it on high the highest settings. So that made me feel a little bit more confident about what i actually have so we'll see yeah understandable but i also feel like the witcher is going to be a little bit more graphic graphically intensive than yeah it will be i guess but i don't know i can turn those down (laughs) won't bother me i I just i mean i guess i just don't get why you wouldn't just get it for the system then so you wouldn't have to worry about that uh because technically it'll Run better, no matter what. <laughs> you, but you just don't worry about it. Just I don't, don't worry yeah. about it. Okay. 
it's as soon as you get it, it's just going to crash your PC, and then you'll be. Or I'll it. just wait to play it until I upgrade my PC at some point. I don't. Care. I won't bother me. I don't know. I don't. They, at the or end that. of the day, I don't want to give a sale to my Xbox if I don't have to. Okay, there, there it is. That, that was the underlying reason that Josh wanted yeah. to hear. I, I really he don't. I really don't want to use it because I don't need to, and I shouldn't have bought it. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, if it wasn't for Destiny, I'd say get rid of that thing. There's no point to get rid of it, though. I won't. I'll. I won't get my money back. So, screw that. Might as well just keep it in case it, something comes out for it. Could get. It could, you could it get could a PS4. Knock some money though. off a PS4 for it. Yeah, Alex. Eh, but I only want to play Bloodborne, and that's not worth getting a whole other console for. I made that mistake with Halo. I made <laughs> that mistake with Halo, and I will never that. make that mistake again. <laughs> Buying a console for yeah, one Yeah, I will game. never do that again. Hey, we, we ha- at least I had fun last night playing Halo. I did, too. It was good stuff. It's passed for me. It, it's working. But it's, it's too late. How many months after the <laughs> release is working? <laughs> like, I, I, I said to you guys yesterday, because I thought about playing, and then I didn't, and I was okay with it. I'm like I'm over the Halo you thing. Destiny and I think, which sucks, but whatever. I'm looking forward to five very much. Same, I am too. I'll probably I'll probably Especially end up campaign. playing it because I won't be able to help myself. But <laughs> well, and you all, everyone will be playing that when it comes out too. So I'm sure we'll be yeah. playing that. Yeah, night. that's true. I mean, heck, we still have big nights on MCC. We just haven't been able to recently, just because people have been busy. Mm-hmm. Wonder when ODST comes out. Cause I'll play that campaign again. I yeah, will. Eh. No. <laughs> it was interesting. I liked it when it came out originally. Now yeah. I don't care at all. I just want to listen to Nathan Fillion's soothing voice <laughs> while playing Halo. I just I want the ODST firefight, and I won't get that, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they said anything about that. Probably not, because that would mean having something again not work online true <laughs> what if, what if it comes out and breaks wouldn't MCC be surprised again? just everything is broken nope. <laughs> what a tremendous disaster that was yeah i hate thinking about it let's quit talking about it okay uh i also finished sleeping dogs but that's and you weren't blown away by it news. It was a good. Well, ending. blown blown away. Is yeah, strong too strong. Anyways, <laughs> over overall, you you did enjoy playing it, right? For the most part, um, it reminded me a lot of Red Dead Redemption for me. Where really, I kind of enjoyed playing it. It also kind of became a chore, but the ending was pretty good. Yeah, that I think I think that's probably actually a pretty fair analogy because I sort of went through that exact same thing with Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I ended up. My final feeling with that game was very positive for me. Sleeping Dogs or Red Dead? Red Dead. But it took it took a long time for me to, to really get into it and start powering through it for some reason. I, I will say, I think Red Dead is either at the top of my list or nearing the top of my list for favorite endings of a game. Yeah, that was amazing. No, I have it, and I was just going to ask if I should just watch all the cutscenes. Do you really no, get I, something out of playing a GTA country western game? I do. I liked it. I thought it was I really, does really it, cool. Does it really yeah. add that much, though? 
And you know what? Because of what happens at the end, I'd absolutely say, yes, you should be in control of it. Hmm. I mean, let me put it this way. I don't think you would be as invested in the characters and what happens if you weren't playing as a Well, character. that's what I mean, because... So it has GTA gameplay, right? So shitty shooting. It's, it's better. better. It's definitely yeah, better. It's, it's, it's way it's better than a GTA, yeah. I thought. I don't know. I never wrote it off, but I also kind of have started not caring about it. Like, it's been in the back of my mind. Like, I should play this someday because I've heard it ends well. Is it on I'm, Steam? I'm sure it is. Every other Rockstar game is. Um, I'll check. It might not be, though. If it's cheap, I'd, I'd say pick it up and get through it if you have nothing else to play. It is not on Steam. I'm surprised. I'm sure it's super cheap on 360. Yeah, it has been before. I've seen I remember seeing sales for it. It was like $5 at one point. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Worth I just time time-wise doesn't yeah. it yeah. doesn't seem like it's worth it. Cuz it's probably not short. Right? Yeah, I don't think it was short. That's the that's my uh, main issue. I mean, I bet you could get through the main story if you just stuck to that and maybe like 15 or 16. Oh, well, that's not too bad, I guess. I'm going to fact check that. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh I just have never really liked GTA gameplay in terms of shooting and stuff. It's never felt good to me. I can just remember being okay with it even from horseback and everything. Mm. And if it was good on that, then it was pretty good across the board, I thought. I remember the horses looking really good. Oh, yeah. And the night sky. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, main story, 18 hours average. Mm. You could rush through it in about 12 or 13. Yeah, that's doable. Because I definitely wouldn't do any of the side stuff. No. At this point, that's insane. That is, that is insane. I will say, I will say the beginning of that game is one of the most... Yes, I know. I, that's another thing I was just thinking of. I've heard yeah, like that. Hurting the animals and everything. Ugh. Ugh. It, that doesn't last all too long though but i'll play it in 60 years and just keep avoiding what happens at the end <laughs> even though i can guess what happens at the end yep <laughs> i remember that i think that movie was around the time when i went on like a crazy clint eastwood kick and i started watching i think i watched the dollar tri- uh, dollar trilogy around that time yeah which I still have not watched all of. dollars and for a few dollars more. So good. So you were in that mindset of desperado country. Exactly. Western. And then there was there was a bit of a residual effect. I I got a couple other ones of his <clears throat> like spaghetti westerns. Um didn't well well didn't we watch Josie Wales together? We did, but that was yep. way after I think you played S- spitting on the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I remember, actually, I have a specific memory. I was watching another one of his called Pale Rider, and it was the day we had that earthquake at Penn State. Ooh. I, oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I was, because I, I remember I was just sitting on my bed, and I thought people were maybe, like, running up the stairs outside, but I'm thinking, like, you know, this wouldn't normally be this loud or, you know, my TV was, like, swaying on my stand. I was you know, it's just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, now? that was weird. And then found out later it was an earthquake. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that never happens Make, in Makes sense for Pennsylvania, <laughs> not. 
The Witcher 3 speedrun takes devs 25 hours. Yeah, I saw that. I won't I won't rush through that game cuz usually no, that no, no. means you're not strong enough to do stuff <laughs> at least in the first and second game. You needed to do side quests. Which they were good, I, actually. Uh, they weren't tedious. Maybe in the first game, but the second game actually had like good narrative behind the side stuff, for the most part. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for three. See where that goes. Well, Nick and I also played NHL. <laughs> you want to talk about <laughs> NHL? <laughs> it looks good. I, I played a lot. I played a lot more this week. It looks myself. good. That's, that's Nick's summary. It looks good. And it's a hockey game. And I stomped yep. Simon. Oh, classic. You beat me by one in every Doesn't game. Doesn't matter. I beat you in every game. Yeah, I, I was going to say he beat you. Beat, yes, but not stomped. Uh, I think I can use stomped when you didn't win any of them. Yeah, then it's like a collective a stomping. A collective stomping. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm going to allow this one, Josh. I'm sorry. We don't have to talk about NHL. Yeah. I, sort of like the way I stomp you in pocket tanks. I mean, <laughs> might not be a lot, but at the end of the day. It's a collective if I, stomping. If I take the series. What's pocket tanks? <laughs> we haven't played in forever, man. Yeah. I, uh, I have a weird game that I started last night. Good. Uh-oh. We need a weird Nick Reed. Game. Yeah. Uh. I started Killer is Dead, uh, which is a Suda fifty one okay. game. One of the one of those crazy Japanese developers who makes just off the wall games, a la Swery and Hideo Kojima. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I can't really explain it. It's weird as hell. Um, <laughs> all of all of I've played a decent amount of his games now. I played. Killer 7 back in the GameCube PS2 era, which that game is really great. And Alex, I think you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's kind of like a David Lynch movie. Oh, good. Uh, in, in more ways than most of these things that we uh, attribute to him. Like that, right. like that would be a film he would make. I love but, it. uh, Hey, more on David Lynch later, but continue. Awesome. Um, so I played Killer7. I played the No More Heroes games on Wii, which those were really fun and hilarious. And Shadows of the Damned, which was not amazing, but still enjoyable. That was my favorite. But you didn't, didn't play, play anything else. You played Lollipop, which I didn't. Lollipop Yeah, but definitely Killer7 and No More Heroes are, like, huge. I, I, love, I loved those games. Um... So, Killer is Dead, I was waiting for it to go on sale for a long time, because I just... It got really bad reviews, I think, overall, so I waited. Not great. And uh, I got it on PC for, like, $2. (laughs) Uh, It is... Like all of his other games, it just surrounds assassins murdering who, who knows who these people are. They're just really eccentric, off the wall characters. Um... Your character's name is Mondo Zappa, which, for whatever reason, I just really like that name. I can, I can hear the excitement it's, in your voice. Uh, like, <laughs> just because it makes me think of Frank Zappa, and Frank Zappa is weird and makes fun music, or made fun music, and, like, 
why they ch- chose to name this character. Mondo Zappa is, I can confirm, is an awesome Mondo name. Zappa, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I haven't played enough of it to talk too much, but it looks great. It has this really good cel-shaded kind of like film noir look, which is cool. Um, It's ultra-violent. But it is so weird because everybody is obsessed with the moon for some reason. And everybody is dead, I think. I can't figure it out, but they <laughs> they just love saying the name of the game over and over. They they specifically say Killer is dead constantly, and I don't get it. And I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get it, which isn't that hard to believe because all of his other games don't make any sense. And I like that. I like that. It just goes all for being crazy and weird and doesn't explain itself. Like, that that's what I want to get out of these games. So it's delivering on that front. Gameplay-wise, it's just a hack and slash. It's nothing special. Um, it actually kind of plays like crap in that, in that respect. But that's good. I mean, No More Heroes didn't play great because it depended on the Wiimote, and you actually did have to swing and slash. Uh, yeah, I mean, Killer7 was an on, literally an on-rail shooter. You would hold a button to run in a specific path and then shoot things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so gameplay, they've never really got it. Shadow, Shadows of the Dam felt okay. It was just a third-person shooter, I guess. Yeah, yeah like it wasn't it wasn't bad. Um but yeah, so just so far this one is not feeling so great. Uh but it's not hard either either. It's been pretty easy. So if it just stays easy and I don't have to really worry about it and just absorb all the cutscenes and wackiness, that'll be awesome. But uh last thing I'll say about it. Probably the creepiest, most pervy game I've ever played. <laughs> pervy. I've never heard a video game described as pervy. You, I mean, there, there's this whole aspect of Japanese culture that we do not get exposed to much, which is kind of... Or understand. Which, yeah, which, which, is, which is kind of pervy, but they, like, they have a whole thing with, with kind of what people would look at here in America as degrading women. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh... I mean, it like yes, for sure. Yes, like they they have that thing, and it's kind of accepted in Japan, as far as I know. I mean, speaking out of my ass, probably. But in this game, you have to go out on dates with women, and how you do it, you you have to do it. Like you don't have a choice because I think later on, if you just ignore them, they're they're side things. But if you ignore them. I think the game forces you to do them, so I'm just doing them whenever they pop up. Because they give you weapons that you need after you finish them. Seems anyway, legit. you go... Just like yeah, real life. Yes, after you go out on a date with a girl, <laughs> she gives you a drill arm or a cannon arm or, <laughs> you know. But you you go on these dates, and it has this whole gameplay thing where you put on these special glasses that show you their underwear. And that is amazing. I have a pair of those myself. Actually. Yeah, it's really useful. It's like what Google Glass is going to become. Yeah, seriously. Like the the whole point of the, this mini game 
is you are sitting face to face with this girl and you have to wait for her to look away. You put on your glasses and then you just stare at her breasts. And that is the whole mini game. That sounds enthralling. It's weird. It made me, it made me uncomfortable because it's a video game and like, it, it's not like it looks sexually appealing, obviously. It's just weird. Yeah. And yeah. you have to do that for kind of a while, like five plus minutes, to get <laughs> to get this meter to fill up where you it's your guts meter where you build up you build up your guts to give her a gift and hopefully you win her over and take her home to sleep with her. <laughs> That's it's ludicrous. It's, Yes, it is ludicrous. It doesn't add anything to the game at all, other than making your character, I guess, a little bit more of a womanizer. I don't know. But your point, it, the point is, he's an assassin, and then these women hire you. He's a gigolo. They're called gigolo missions. And I don't get, I don't get any of it. It's just all strange. And that's like in, in Snake Eater. Some of the cutscenes, you can hit the right shoulder button, and you know it'll it'll show you something else in the cutscene, a different yeah. View. And you meet Eva, and you hold RB, and it just looks at yeah, the boobs. like like Classic. it's not something Classic. that weird. Like they did that in um in the first Metal Gear Solid, you had to figure out who was Meryl by looking at her ass and how she yes, walked. I remember. Yeah, so it, yep. it's not and, and it's off the wall totally. It's just like pushed to the extreme in this game. Yeah, but but it's all part of that culture yeah. thing, and it's so funny because I, you saying awkward and you know it, it's a long time. Like I just kept holding RB, and then when I let it go, you know, to see what the regular view is, sna- it shows Snake's face, and he's just staring at them, and it's like a good <laughs> five seconds. Which you know, when you're looking at this ludicrous thing that's happening on screen, that's a long time, and it's so funny. Cause yeah. All he does is his trademark, hmm, you know, yeah. just like, just like you know, his little grunts and stuff. I love that. Yeah, it's, That's awesome. It's great. It's like I don't know. I, you guys should look up videos of this. I think think people complained about oh, that aspect on. of this game when it came out. Um, but and, and the last thing that makes it weird is that your character doesn't say a word in these instances like he just sits there so it's not even trying to make it like an actual conversation the girl just sits there and repeats a couple lines over and over your character never says anything and you're just staring at her body yep. the whole time <laughs> classic it's odd and hopefully i don't have to do many more of them cuz i think i have already almost unlocked all the guns that you do with them so we'll see how the rest of that goes. <laughs> what else are you playing? Is that it? Just Dark Souls and Majora's Mask still. Majora's Mask is so hard to figure some stuff out. <laughs> it's definitely a, a unique experience in that regard. I thought I thought I was going to be able to do it this time without looking at a guide, and I totally can't. And that's like, even with the improved NPCs and whatnot. And it's not even that, it's the temples. The temples are still hard to figure out occasionally. Mm-hmm. Like, what exact thing you need to do to open up the next part of the dungeon. Yeah. 
this has to be a reoccurring thing that I bring up every week. And it's purely because you're not good at video games. Nick. I don't understand this thing that you're trying to push. <laughs> hey, Nick, but remember, whatever. you can always come back with you suck at Dark Souls and you quit. So yeah. That's all that matters. That's true. I, I still don't understand. About. I still... We didn't get a definitive answer of why you gave up on the first Dark Souls, but you're giving time to the you second know what? one. He fell off a I bridge. Think, I think yeah, it's because right. of what Alex brought up last week is that I was in a pissy video game mood. Yeah, Dude, I it's think bad. you were too. You, you got to watch out yeah. for pissy video game moods. The best thing to do is quit and come back at a, at a <laughs> later really time with a clear head. <laughs> you got to watch out. They're terrible. They can ruin... You know, you could just swear off a game that you otherwise were supposed to play. You know, that's an important game you were supposed to play, but it's got got a little pissy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think that was it. Couldn't handle dying once. So actually, speaking of that, I, I guess I have two more things real quick. I, I'm going to come back to the my Souls comment, but I also mentioned David Lynch earlier. Um, for those of you out there who love Twin Peaks and David Lynch and everything else that is good. Uh, obviously, David All Lynch bowed bad. out of <laughs> the Twin Peaks revival as of now. Uh, I mean, it happened, what, a week ago maybe? Yeah. Because he didn't feel that for the, the money that he needed to do what he felt needed to be done for the script and everything, Showtime wasn't willing to pony up or whatever. So a, a I'm, I was reading an article I saw – I, this one's on Rolling Stone, that a large portion of the original Twin Peaks cast, they they put together like this viral video of, you know, trying to get Lynch back in because they're talking really? about... Yeah, it, it's so cool because they're, they're basically saying Twin Peaks can't exist without David Lynch. And like some of the actors, like uh, Sherilyn Fenn, or I'm sorry, Cheryl Lee, who played Laura Palmer, she said she likened it to, it's like a girl without a secret... Uh, <laughs> in some of the other cast characters, depending on the, you know, they say it's like a waitress without a uniform. It's like a this without a that. And they just have like this viral thing. But I love that all of them hate it too, that he's not in it. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And this, this is anything but over. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up working, you know, and he gets back into it. But it's, it says that Mark Frost is still continuing with scripts. And like, I have no interest in this if David Lynch is not involved. I'll give it a shot, but yeah, I'll yeah. give it a shot, and it's nothing against Mark Frost, but like, there's, there's nobody who can do David Lynch except David Lynch. Yeah, you know, that's that's what it boils down to. But yeah, and that was just a little thing I wanted to do there, and then also back to Souls and talking about dying and stuff like that. It's so funny because my my one buddy from the Alliance, I've mentioned to you guys him to you guys before, Drum. He he just got, I think he bought all of them. He got like a trilogy or something like that. He might have gotten a good deal online. And he started Soul or Demons Souls. And I warned him numerous times. I like, this is a, a, you know, I love these games, but you have to be patient with them. You know, they're, you just, you can't understand what you're getting into until you play them. And yeah. I told him I'd be his lifeline. You know, if he needs me any questions, don't hesitate to ask. I gave him the wiki dots, all that stuff, set him up. And, one of the things he said last night, he was like, I don't like having to restart at the beginning of the stage every time I die. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, quit playing now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. And, and yeah, it sucks. But, you know, I try. I also tried to explain that in most cases, there are times when you can 
there's like a shortcut that you can you unlock. open up shortcuts exactly yep. that kind of thing. So, and then the good thing is in the in the beginning in the Boletarian Palace that first boss phalanx is nothing. You just throw fire bombs at him and yeah, call it is it. it is easy. Yeah, but anyhow, so that was that. And um, actually, real quick, just actually we're getting close to the you know to the hour mark anyhow, but. Mm-hmm. Now that we are 20 episodes in, I just thought we could just do a little bit of housekeeping and everything and wanted to and extend a sincere thanks on all of our behalf for our listeners, people spreading the word about it, people who have written reviews, given us ratings and everything like that. We really appreciate it and just want to implore any listeners or supporters, we don't ask for money. We haven't done any Kickstarters. We all have full-time careers. This is just something that we do on the side. And now that we've done it for a good while now, we, we've genuinely enjoyed doing it. If for no other, you know, of course we hope it turns into something else, but if for no other reason than all the positive feedback that we've received from people, friends and strangers alike, and just knowing that you guys enjoy it and listen to it and look forward to those episodes that's enough for, for us to keep doing it indefinitely. So all that we ask that you do is if you like what you hear and you think it's good, you know, spread it to somebody else. Tell somebody else about it. Tell your friends. Tell other fellow gamers. It doesn't matter. You know, anything you can do. And, you know, obviously any uh, reviews or ratings that you can do on iTunes, that would be awesome. Always appreciated. And also for people who just don't prefer to use iTunes or whatever. We have our podcast in a lot of different places. You can listen to it on our blog. You can listen to it on SoundCloud itself. You can listen on iTunes. Nick put it on Stitcher, right? Yep. There, It's it's housed in a lot of different places. So considering you, still uploading to YouTube, just haven't got around yeah, to it. We might end up doing it on YouTube. So there's a place for you to listen to it if you want to listen to it. And most importantly, feedback. Any feedback anybody has, positive, especially negative, obviously, because that helps us improve what we do. So, and you can tweet at any of us. You can DM us on Twitter. Uh, we really don't monitor the 2v1 uh, Gmail straight up. So, that's not the best way to contact us. <laughs> no. Um, you, know, you can also do at the at 2v1 podcast Twitter. We're trying to grow that, of course. And all three of us are always monitoring that. That's another good way. And I've, I also want to do a small shout out to the really interesting communities that I'm becoming a part of on, on the line <laughs> app, because there, as I'm getting out of Marvel here in the next few days, I'm not getting rid of line because I love it. And I, I find value in it. Other, unlike Marvel, of course, you just, you meet a lot of, you know, a lot of people from all different walks of life. And it's really, it's fun. And just, you know, when I get in there, they see my name, they say, hey, what's 2v1 podcast? I tell them about it and I get a lot of good positive feedback and I, and I really appreciate it on, on behalf of all of us. And like I said, just tell people about it, spread the word. And another, another way to contact, of course, even, it, you know, aside from Twitter and everything else, you can even, anybody can contact me online and my ID is the same, the display, or not display name, but just to search, it's Swarvichev, just like my Twitter and that's another good way to get in touch with us. So, you know, and any gaming communities on there, that kind of thing. It's just, that's all we ask. It's obviously the podcast is free, always will be free. And we enjoy doing it. 
for our listeners. So keep the feedback and support and reviews coming, and we're going to keep doing it. Indeed. Strong plug. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> hey, do you guys want to hear some random news that we will not talk about? Go. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Home is closed. I didn't even know it was still open. Oh, yeah. I texted you guys about that. Yeah. Just kind of throwing it out there. Yep. You're our newsman. Uh, Tony Hawk 5 has been leaked. Uh Whatever. Yeah. Skate THPS 3, that's all I need. <laughs> uh, you can watch live TV over Xbox pretty soon for a whopping $60 a month. Wait a second. What? Like, they will supply TV. So you don't oh, like Sony is doing? Like, yes. I believe that's how what? it works. What the hell? Whatever. Well, I mean, if if that... If all of this happens and comcast goes out of business that would be okay they're never yeah, gonna any, go anything out of business. that's bad for them i will support and i mean anything <laughs> they're always going to be an inter- internet provider at yeah, the end of the day probably yeah e- even if one day they end up being a low tier one which i'm not saying they will yeah. but even with the advent of things like google fiber and everything they're they're always going to be around yeah mm, yeah wasn't much more new deus ex oh i can't oh wait yeah i saw that, that fantastic yeah that is very exciting that won't be until probably 2016 yeah if then which is fine how i don't know how i feel about games being spoken of so far in advance of a release date uh that's been a thing forever i i know but i feel like two or three years it's just eh. it also doesn't matter for me because i just play them when they come out i don't yeah look at stuff I don't watch videos. I don't care. I'll play it when it comes out. I know you, on the other hand, do a lot more preliminary research and, you know, you digest mm-hmm. a lot of the hype and all that kind of thing. For the most part. I, yeah, I can wait. Uh, the next Call of Duty is Black Ops 3. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Nick doesn't care. <laughs> I'll play the campaign. Actually, I don't. I never played... Two campaign for two. Oh, I don't know. Call of Duty. I'm over it. It's never going to die. You were never under it. You're right. I was <laughs> never around it. Yeah, what other cardinal direction can we think of? You weren't with us in the Modern Warfare in days, it. were you? No, I wasn't because I didn't like it back then either. I had a lot of fun with the first and second. Oh game. my, me too. We played a lot of that. I don't really think there's much else. Sweet. You want to... Oh, what? Mortal Kombat comes out this week. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped big. for that, and I don't know if it'll show up for me this week, since I did the free shipping thing, so it might be next week. Probably. I don't know if I'll play it immediately. I am. I'm pumped. I'll uh, spend a little time with the campaign... Maybe see what happens with online multiplayer, and that's it. And that'll be enough for me. There's a a pretty big day one patch, of course. Looks like, yeah, <laughs> that's not surprising in the least anymore. Nope, it isn't. Well, I'm out. I want to play Souls. Good. 
All right, that's I think perfect. I might do I'm that too. Play Metal Gear and Nick, what are you doing? I think I'm probably gonna play some Souls. Excellent. Because I'm gonna keep working my way through it. Good call. How many hours do you have in give or take? Right now, I right probably now? have twenty something. And you said you're not even close to being done. No, I'm not even at the halfway point yet. <laughs> I've been spending a lot more time uh, doing other things. I've been doing a lot of the uh, online stuff, uh, helping people with bosses. It's an easy way to get a lot of souls. Yeah, for sure. And it's and that's that's the only reason to do that, right? Uh, no, there's covenants. I'm I'm working on a covenant which give you special items. Which is online. You have to do things online. Yes. So that covenant. Yes. Okay. Always. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. All right. That's it then. Everybody, thanks for listening, <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks. thanks. It's our new slogan 2v1 podcast, smooth as fuck. <laughs> That'd be good for Nick's voice. I'd wear a t shirt. <laughs>